Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I welcome a very special guest. He is the founder of the logo and brand company, Arctic. They make logos of all different kinds for hockey players, and they have worked with players, some of them who are in college hockey and have been on this podcast before. Welcome to the show, man, and how's everything going? It's going pretty good. Um, can't complain. Beautiful day outside, and yeah, it's just really... Now, yeah, now can we talk a little bit about how you knew you wanted to start this brand and making logos and what was the whole origin story behind this? So actually, it's almost been a year already. And so how it started is I had a job that I was going to work at for the summer. Or I'll start even before that. Like for the summer, I was thinking about a job. I got it. I was ecstatic. And then I'm already be working there. And then obviously COVID hit. So we kind of like had to readjust and everyone had to readjust. And I like, it's not like a question I didn't ask myself, but like I actually asked myself this question. It's like, people are going to be like, oh, this is just another excuse to like, just sit like on our ass and do nothing. But I really wanted to be like, hey, I'm going to take this negative situation and turn somehow like, make something good out of it. Cause like, that's how I look at it. Like a lot of things in the world. It's like, like, Hey, if you're in a shitty situation, how could you take it and like flip it around kind of reverse the scenario. So I took that and I start, I was a big design. Like I got into design earlier that year and I've always been into hockey, whether it's college hockey or pro hockey. And so I'm like, Hey, I've seen like certain logos. Like I think Sidney Crosby has a logo. Um, Austin Matthews has one. So a lot, a, f- a fair share of the pro guys have. So I'm like, hey, let me try this. Do let me try this with other players that necessarily wouldn't have a the opportunity or b the like chance for someone who's like not working in the NHLPA to come up to them and say, would you want to start your own brand? Because that's the real question that I ask a lot of these guys. It's, would you want to take your name and have this opportunity that I could give you, which normally you wouldn't get? So, yeah. They really, like, I'm in kind of a spot where I'm helping these players. And I find that that's what, like, keeps me working every day. It's a hustle, but I love it. Yeah, no, I feel the same way as you because I had an internship last summer and unfortunately because of the pandemic, it got canceled. And that's why I wanted to start this podcast to gain some broadcasting experience for myself. And I'm a big college hockey fan. So that's kind of the origin story of this podcast. So I find it very funny that we've kind of had similar origin stories to how we started our college hockey that's breakfast. Great. Yeah. What team now, are you a fan of? I'm a huge Bruins fan in the NHL. Uh, It was a great game yesterday. They obviously made it past the first round, so I'm looking forward to that. And then for college hockey, I grew up going to UConn games, so I'm a big UConn hockey fan. How about yourself? Who do you root for? So you won't like this, but I'm a Blackhawk. I'm a bleed, diehard Chicago Blackhawks fan. And then for college hockey, I can either go um, Michigan or Boston College, it really flips. But I would say like Boston College is my number one go-to, but Michigan's a great second. Yeah, no, the Blackhawks did beat the Bruins in the Cup a few years ago, so you have our number on that. And a even few though, times, yeah. Even though the Bruins have been a little bit more successful recently than Chicago has. 
Yeah, for sure. You guys have those, um, pa- you have Pasta, um, McAvoy, Bergeron, all those guys. So I think you're pretty good for the future. Yeah, definitely. And obviously getting Taylor Hall helps too. That was a steal from the Bruins. I thought that was a great trade. I was shocked Huge, that was yeah. second round him for him. Yeah, that was crazy. Now, how did you come up with the name Arctic? I'm curious about that. What's Is there any story behind that? So, yeah, there actually is. Um, so one day I was, like, thinking about, like, like I knew I wanted to create this brand. And, like, each brand, like, especially as a digital design company, we need to have, like, a logo that speaks for itself. So I kind of thought it was, like, if you look at my logo, it's kind of like a mountain. And it's really, like, each pro, each player can, like, start at the bottom of the mountain. And like no one knows about them no one um like cares i wouldn't say that but like no one they're not recognizable so throughout their career they're constantly climbing this mountain that it's it's a steep mountain for sure it's like a how do i how do i distinguish myself and out of these like 10,000 hockey players around the world and that's really like what my company's mantra is it's like help this player distinguish himself out of the rest of everyone else like so it's like kind of help them climb that mountain faster and most efficient and can you just talk a little bit about the progress you've made and the growth your company has made because just on instagram alone like you have over two thousand followers and it seems incredible to me how the growth you've started from over a year to where you are now yeah, so originally it was not like this. It's not the same at all. I started out, let's say, 40 followers over three months. And it mainly started as me, like, cold texting everyone and, like, saying, hey, um, I'm this new brand. Let's work together on a possible logo. And I, like, I identify who my first clients were. And I really, like, they they just hold a special place to my heart. Like those are the people that were willing to take, even though they weren't paying anything, they were willing to like sit down with you and talk about like the process because they, they were interested as well. And they were willing to take that like risk on, of you working with them. And so it really originally started out as um, them reaching out to me, but like over time it's become them but it's become me it was me reaching out to them before and then it's slowly transitioning to them reaching out to me like and that's that's the best feeling it's like I love when I see these like pro hockey players who I never would have thought of like speak to at all and then they're asking me like hey do you think we could work together and make like a logo for me I've tried and like I'm a terrible artist yeah I saw that Cole Caulfield's worked with you a few times what's your relationship with him like so Cole's an interesting guy for sure. So a lot of players from like goalies, a few of the goalies, a few of his friends actually. And then I, I remember him seeing my like story once. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's Cole Caulfield. Cause I was, I'm, I'm a huge college hockey fan. So that's, it was insane. And then, I reach out to him. I'm like, Hey Cole, like you think you'd be interested in the same thing? He's like, yeah, for sure. That was actually, that's going to be sick. So he's, he's always like hyped and he's a great guy. Like 
on the ice for sure and off the ice and he's just uh overall like he's humble he's he knows he gets he just gets the job done with everything you can see how he's like excelling at every single level of hockey he's playing at and that that comes to his play his work ethic and just how he runs like his himself and i just can like i can't say enough like positive words about him now who are some of the other people you worked with for this company like just in college hockey or outside of college hockey because i know you've i've seen you do logos for some nhl players i've obviously you've worked with women's college hockey players as well which i think is awesome just talk about some of the players you've worked with in the past so you want specifics like certain leagues yeah just go just name rattle off names i'm curious to hear yeah so nhl i've worked with jeff petrie um trevor zegris um who else Riley Stillman, who's on the Blackhawks. Wyatt Kalinuk, who's also on the Blackhawks. He's a Wisco, Wisco alum. Um, who else? On the. And then I've also worked with Nick Suzuki on the Canadians. Caden Primo, who's I'm I'm big into the Canadians for some reason. It's like Nick Suzuki, Caden Primo, Jeff Petrie, and Cole Caulfield. So. Oh, and Alexander Romanov. So, and then if we were to do like um, women's hockey, not college hockey, there's Brianna Decker, Rebecca Johnston, um, Maddie Rooney. Um, who else? Who's the other? And I think, and then if we were to go to college hockey, like women's college hockey in general, like I've worked with the whole entire Boston College women's hockey team and the whole entire Penn State women's hockey team. And it's just to show, like, like how interested not just the men are, but also the women in their own image. And I guess, like, what's the process, like, creating these logos? Do you work with these players, like, on your own? Do you, like, work on it on your own, or do you, like, have a meeting with these players and you just design it with them? Like, what's the process? So I usually design it with them because there are a ton of, like, what I do. Like there's a ton of um, creative agencies out there that make logos. So I kind of need to separate myself from them. And what I like to do is like kind of make it as personable as possible and give them like complete control because A, it is their name. And so if they're going to be using it, it should speak to them in a way. It shouldn't just be, hey, I got a logo for you. It's sick. I'll send it to you. It should be more like we'll hop on a call and then we'll discuss like, what they're kind of looking for and all that. And then we'll get more into the design process. I'll show them a few things. They'll say whether they like it or not. And I, t- I always tell them, I always make sure to tell them, it's like honesty is the most important part. Like, even though like you may say like, Hey, I don't like this. It's uh, 10 times better than saying it's, it's, it's great because if it's really not great, they, if it's representing you, then it should be the best thing possible. And, like, how do you go about getting some of these athletes on, like you said, do DM or who, who has reached out to you, like, also as well? Because I want to I wanna get – no, I want to know how you do it. It's, like, emails, DMs. So, it's it – mainly, I have a website where, like, they go to, like, fill out the stuff that I need for the logo. But that's afterwards. But, like, mainly my, my Instagram DMs are wide open. Like, these guys will reach out say, like, hey, like, I'm interested in a logo. You think we can make one? And then, like, we'll go from there. But mainly, yeah, it starts on – I have Instagram, Twitter, 
um, TikTok, everything. <laughs> and it's really like, I'm just trying to get as accessible as possible for these people and to make it as seamless as possible to reach out to me. And then, yeah, it's, so they fill out the, they like DM me and then they fill the form on my website and then we like schedule a call because as I said before, it's like make it the most interactive as possible. Yeah, no, I know. I heard TikTok is really important app to get if you want to grow a brand just because it's so popular and one video can go viral and you can attract thousands of viewers. And that's something I've tried to learn is how to use it because I'm kind of an old man when it comes to certain social media apps. How do you go about like using certain apps and like learning how to use them? So, doing a lot of research in, let's say, the so called algorithm. And it's really like, you can either be like a one hit wonder and I've had my, I know my Trevor Zegers TikTok caught a lot of like eyes because Hey, I just think it's Trevor Zegers, but like, um, also it's just that algorithm I was talking about before, but mainly like what I've been hearing is you have to keep on going. Like if let's say your post, your TikTok before has like 30 views and you're like, Hey, like, like I'm just not going to do well on this app. This isn't for me. Like the whole point of TikTok is to kind of change that dynamic. How like if you keep on going and you keep on putting out content like on a schedule, they're gonna they're gonna see hey like this is a legitimate creator. Let's like put him up there. So then more people are gonna like have be able to see it and it's gonna reach more people. So what I've been doing, I haven't been doing so well at it recently because I've been pretty busy, but um to like just post on a constant schedule. Like what I would do is show the process of how I work with these guys and girls and really take it uh, behind the scenes look on like how I build the logo. Like let's say there's like more than one draft, like I'll erase it and then it'll really show people like it's not always on the first shot that it's, you get the final product. It really takes time. Now, when did you get into like graphic design and like just the, what's your origin story? Like what did, what made you want to create logos, not just for hockey players, but just like in general. And are you in college right now? And is that something you're studying? So right now I'm a senior in high school and I plan on to be studying some sort of business or sports management. And it really, sorry, could you ask the question again? Oh, no problem. I was just curious, like your origin story when creating logos, like oh, what yeah, yeah. involved with graphic design, is that something you want to continue to do in the future when you go to college? Yeah. So basically I've always been interested in like the design, like I've always had an eye for design and like just looking at stuff, just started looking at stuff in a different way versus other people. Like someone will look at, let's say, I don't know, like a building and say, Hey, it's just a building. But like, I don't know, something about my eye, it just looks at it a different way. It's like, hey, like, like if you look at it this way, it might look something else, something completely different than when, what you think it might be. So I've been interested in like um, that kind of stuff for around three to four years. And I really started picking stuff up like in the design world two years ago. When I started photography and then it's really evolved to like, I've now I have these like softwares that I didn't have in the past and I started like playing around with them like hey like this seems really interesting and like let me take a crack at it so then I started and I'm like hey this is really fun and I think this could also be 
because I was also thinking about it is there's like not a lot of if you look at the NHL like you know it's um it's a like a class league how like it's team before yourself it's not you should identify as an individual versus like the NBA NFL those leagues it's like where you see those players like dress up and have their own voice kind of versus the NHL where it's kind of like frowned upon to do that so what I'm trying to do is like revolutionize the game in a way like how I'm working I work with a lot of athletes on their own like with their logo they could put their logo on their sticks and it really kind of gives them it's like a small sticker above their name bar but like even though it's so small it gives them the opportunity kind of like show their show their like pride that they worked on and say hey this is my logo and they it will look exactly like a pro's logo on a stick like Austin Matthews because really Bauer or like CCM isn't giving college hockey players that option right now with the customization on their stick. So it's really only me who's giving them that option. And back to the college thing, it's, uh, yeah, I plan on studying it for sure. I think it's a, I, I don't even know that like half of the design world and like, the business world and I really think there's so much to learn about it yeah and when you look back on your year of starting this logo brand what are some of your favorite logos you've ever created my favorite logos I've ever created I know Jeff Petrie's up there Casimir Kaskisuo plays in the National Predators right now if you look at his um if you look at his logo it's actually a goalie cage and it works perfectly because his initials are KK. So it's like one of those cat eye cages. So he has that on his pads, actually, on his posts. So it's really cool to just see, like, like, hey, I made that. And it's kind of like, I was thinking about it. It's like, it could possibly, like, be in a picture with the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. It's possible. But I'm like, that would be, this, like, surreal. And what else? Trevor Zegras, I'm a big fan of. Um, and then, who else? I think, I think a lot of the women's players have very interesting logos because it's either, because I think most of them like to keep it simple with their initials. So it kind of gives more room for customization versus when the number, when they put the number in, because then it's like how to just fit this with this. So I would say a lot of the women on BC especially have pretty cool logos, but like, it's so hard to pick. Yeah, no. And like, have you learned anything by doing this for a year? Like what have you learned about graphic design or just business and being on social media? I've learned honestly that like without Instagram, like the business game has evolved so much. It's like, I was thinking about it. It's like, how, did, how would you make a business? before instagram there's so many instagram based businesses it's like you can't even count them and it's just surreal to think it's like now now in our lives we have platforms to like a to create a business which is instagram and we have platforms to scale a business which is like twitter or tiktok especially and it's just crazy to see that options as before but also like what i've learned is that really each client has their own story to tell and I'm sure you can say the same thing it's like once you 
kind of go behind the scenes of just like what they put out on social media and you actually get a chance to talk to them. It's a really interesting story and a unique story that each person has and like how they got where they are and like just everything about them. It's just no story is the same, even though the hockey world's so like kind of tight. It's just crazy to see like everyone comes from A or B or C and none are really, no one has the same exact story. No, I definitely agree with you on that. It's something that that's something I've learned in this podcast is just hearing the different players' stories about how they made it to D1 college hockey and just their mindset on the game as well. And that's something that I find most interesting is you, everyone thinks the game a certain way. Like when you watch an NHL playoff game, something that I'm thinking about is someone else might be thinking something completely different. And I think that's really cool and helps me learn more about the yeah. sport. And I feel like I've become a more informed fan just by talking to some of these players for a year. Mm-hmm, for sure. And especially in college hockey, because it's like, it's not like they're, let's say in their thirties or forties is really like, they're kind of our age. And it's to show like, Hey, this person, like Cole Caulfield's playing in the NHL right now. I don't know if he's 19 or 18, but it's just crazy to think that like a 19 year old is playing in the biggest league in the world. And I'm sure like he plays like Fortnite a night or like, xbox call of duty and it's just crazy to think it's like he's almost my age or like he's a bit older than me and he's playing in the top league in the world yeah no i felt the same way watching this past year's draft because that was my draft class and it was just like some of these guys are younger than me and it makes me feel like wow like there's players that i'm older than and they're already getting drafted in the nhl it's pretty crazy my draft year is this year yeah, you're going to feel the same way, man. Like, when you see, like, someone like, yeah. a few months after you were born, it's like, wow, like, that's pretty crazy how they can make the NHL at that young of an age. It's crazy. I'm already starting to think it. Like, I have a few clients who are supposed to go um, mm-hmm. pretty high in the draft. Like, Sasha Passageoff, he's supposed to go, like, projected top 10. And it's just crazy to think it's like, hey, like, like, we're the same age, and he's getting drafted to the top league in the world. And it's just it just feels so humbling that like I'm able to help these people kind of develop themselves and their own names while they're developing themselves on the ice. It's like I'm kind of the off ice and they just deal with everything on the ice. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way as you do on that. Is there any players you want to work with in the future? Like have you ever like made a list of like certain players you'd love to work with that you haven't already with? Um, I think a few players I would love to work with. I'm a big Chicago Blackhawks fan, so I think Kirby Doc would be up there. Um, but also, like, a possible, like, I think P.K. Subin or Brad Marchand would be an excellent player to work with just because of, like, they're not afraid of saying, like, anything on social media. And I think those are the best brandable players because it's really, like, having your own brand some people are afraid of having their own brand because they're afraid of like oh like not fitting in or like kind of thinking they're better than other people but not that's not necessarily the case it's just another it just kind of spotlights you in a way and really with those guys it will give them like an extra funnel to kind of create like merchandise and like have a logo that exemplifies them off the ice as they do on the ice 
Yeah, I know Brad Marshall has a clothing brand with Kevin Miller, and I've seen some of the commercials on TV. It's pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen it. The, the March and Mill kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, even the younger players to work with. I think that's, like, another – they're the next generation, and they, like – they're all on Instagram, and not just on Instagram. They're active on Instagram. So it's crazy to see, like, these are the stars of the NHL, and they're posting the next night. Mm-hmm. Would you ever want to work with a former player, like a Hall of Famer or any coaches or people like that? I've actually worked with uh, – you're going to like this. I've worked with Jerry Cheevers mm-hmm. before. So awesome. coming from a Boston Bruins fan, yeah, that was pretty surreal. Cause he's a Hall of Famer, and I would love to work with a player like, like probably Eddie Olchek, even though he's, he's a big broadcaster. Um either him or um, Bobby Bobby Hall, he'd be a big one to work with. Or any of those, like, like that in that day and age, it, branding wasn't even in the question. Mm-hmm. It was like, you play on the ice, you go to sleep, you wake up, you play hockey. Mm-hmm. People didn't even think about branding back then. So just to uh, introduce that to them in this point of their career where their name is so, like, sellable, I think that would be huge for me and them. And it also helps grow your audience too, because a lot of yeah, for sure. will start to hear about your brand and just like learn more about branding, which I think is important as well. Mm-hmm. Like Bobby Orr is like on Instagram and you never think he would be on Instagram. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, definitely. I've never knew that Bobby Orr was on Instagram. I got to give him a follow though after that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he is. Yeah, I'm like 75% sure he is. Now, what are some of your future plans for this company? Like, any besides just logos, is there anything else in the works that you want to talk about? Yeah, it's more like I'm trying to shift not away from logos, but kind of think about a broader perspective. How I want Arctic to be like a one-stop shop for all your branding needs, let's say, and for any player. And soon the NCAA is going to especially with college hockey, you could talk about this possibly in the future, but like a lot of these athletes are going to be able to, let's say like sell their name and sell their skill in the future. And that's what I can't wait for because I have so many college athletes that I'm ready to work with and like help them monetize their name. But I kind of want to turn into like, you could get a logo and that's like the original step. And then there's so much more you could get on equipment, you could get it on merchandise and so much more like shoes, anything like brand deals, commercials, skates, and just taking the whole game of customization to the next level. Yeah. I know you work with hockey players, but do you plan on working with other athletes and other sports like baseball, football, basketball, stuff like that? I do. Yeah. It just, it's, I feel very integrated into the hockey world right now. So for at least right now, while I'm growing, I'm going to stay in the hockey world. But as, as big as, as I get bigger, I'm definitely going to be like, I'm already thinking about like just growing and having more and more people join the business to manage like different, let's say have a person on lacrosse, have a person on basketball and like really create Arctic as like, this place that everyone knows where you could like get anything you need just because you have a logo. And I guess what advice would you give uh, future 
future, I guess, logo designers or what would advice would you give your past self, I guess, um, who people who want to start your brand new sports companies like this? I would say that like, you're going to hear no, but you just need to take that no and figure out how, how it's going to help you. Like I, I, I don't like hearing no, but like I've he heard in the past of a few job interviews, like, let's say, Oh, like you're too young or like, you can't do this because of your age. Like age is just a number. That's all it is. But really it's like, take that no and show them, like show them how you're going to, how you're going to make them say, Oh, like this guy came to me before. And like, now he's here. Like I really missed out on that opportunity. And like, that's what I'm always trying to think. It's like how to make, like how to turn those no's into like, like people just thinking like another quote I heard is like, kind of like don't share like your successes work in like silence. Cause it's like, people like to hear you let let's say like fail so like i would say that like don't unless you like you're confident in what you're doing i wouldn't go out and just tell everyone what you have planned because it's important to keep stuff in the dark just for you to know and then just build off that and i just keep on growing like some days are better than others and all i would say is just you have to just you're gonna have days where you feel burnt out you're gonna have days where you feel like hey why am i doing this but then the next day you're gonna feel something's gonna happen and you're gonna feel like static so it really depends you just have to keep going that's all i could say just keep on going keep on grinding you're gonna get there it's just a matter of when mm -hmm. now have you been watching any college hockey this year and what's your thoughts on the overall season i know umass won i was pretty pumped about that the one massachusetts school uh, winning the pros and mm -hmm. what was your overall thoughts on this past season so it's so i had a lot of clients obviously from college hockey so i was very integrated within like watching players and all that but so boston college was a big surprise of mine girls and boys how they like they were just this elite program and then kind of in the playoffs like it dipped and like they're still an amazing program. I can't say enough good things about them, but like, like Matt Brown, who scored the game winner against um, BC, like I talked to him like a few days ago and just like, it was a surreal experience for him. He told me that like, cause it's like, you never think UMass Lowell could just beat this powerhouse like BC, but also, so going back to UMass before, a few days before the championship game, I was speaking to Matt Murray on making his logo. And then I see it's like, oh, uh, Philip Lindbergh got injured or like he's on the COVID list and Matt Murray's going to be taking over net. And it's really like that Scott Foster s situation. Like, I don't know if you remember what happened. Oh, yeah. But he's, yeah, but like Matt Murray's like, like obviously he's in that position for a reason. He's like – he's the number one for a reason, but it's just to show like, and it's to show like back what I was saying before, it's like anything can happen. Anyone can like be thrust into a position where now they need to like play lights out. They're playing in the national championship and it's a like do or die situation. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. And he played well in that game. And then obviously he played really well. Came back in the championship game and had a shutout, I believe, if I remember correctly. So yeah, yeah. That, that defense for UMass was probably the most one of the be- one of the greatest strengths of that team, just because of Kessel and Zach Jones in that top pair. And all down, they have like the best defensive depth in college hockey, in my opinion. And then they obviously have some great forwards on the team as well. Yeah, for sure. I think they were sleepers for sure. Like Going into the season, everyone thought either BC or Wisconsin would come out as one of the top, but it was surprising to see, like, St. Cloud, UMass Lowell make it as far as they did. Um, the Mejdi, I think. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Make it. So, you, you definitely – I feel like in, in college hockey, that's, like, normal. Like, you know you're going to have those crazy upsets. Like, March Madness. It's, it's just, like – it's just surreal to actually see it. And for the first time, it's like having clients on those teams, like watching your clients play in the biggest games in college hockey. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And also, if I can say like one more thing, it's there's I have this guy in M- NMU, Northern Michigan University. His name's Mikey Coavella. So he was ripping it up during the playoffs. And if you zoomed in, the first game he the first playoff game he had his logo on his stick and he scored two goals that night and then for the rest of the playoffs he just used the the stick with his logo because it's like like kind of a good great good omen mm-hmm. so it was just funny to watch it's like hey like like you see what your logos can do and it's just funny to think that way yeah that's awesome well do you have any shout outs you'd like to give uh, to anybody any of your clients family members friends anyone in particular feel free to shout them out i'd just like to say thank you all i want to say is just thank you to my like parents for just the constant support and for my clients it's just really just stay tuned for what's coming up next because especially in college hockey like the whole game's about to change so it's going to be really exciting well, thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it, taking your time. Out no problem. Day. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, stay safe. Good luck, and I hope to work with you in the future. Let's, like, collab a little. For sure. We, we got to get something going, yeah. Possibly a new logo for you. Definitely. I would appreciate that. I made that, like, on a random app, so we'll definitely have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, we got to get it. Awesome. Well, thank you, man, for coming on. Take care. Enjoy the no day. No problem. I'll thank talk you so later. much. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it, and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts, and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye. Smile that makes the sun rise You make it shine But I can see that you don't